0: The embroidery is mine. Bum 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 bum. There is some blood every time I wipe. Bum 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 I need some preparation ash
1: for my bum
0: bum bum. <laughs> You're listening to opinions of beer. Wow. Yeah. Does that have. That has a whiffer. Robot voice because of Thick They yeah. can dark looking. It looks you Put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast. They go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American Ale off. But I don't want to drink a bunch of American Ale's. Cause of death. Dun dun dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. <laughs> Straight up 10. slouch. Do, do 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 Christmas! do, 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 do. Christmas! Do, 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 do Christmas! It's Christmas time in the city! Do do, 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 do do Hello! It's Opinions and Beer! You're here on our very special Christmas edition, Christmas episode, well, Christmas Eve, but it's our Christmas special. It's our Christmas Eve Christmas special of Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. I'm joined today with EdRay1416. Hello, everyone. My, my, my. We've got a beer. We've got some wine. We've got some stories. We've got some stuff to read. We've got some musical jingles later on. We've got it all here today on the Christmas special edition of Opinions and Beer. Edray, are you
1: feeling you feeling nice? You feeling feeling all okay? Yeah, I'm feeling ready to tackle on today's episode. And and and. Son. Uh, um.
0: I don't know what I was saying anymore. Uh. Christmas. Yes. Excited. Full of energy. <laughs> Full of energy. Uh. Should we get. I'm gonna go ahead and let Ed Ray. No. Yes. No. Yes. No now it's time for the beer of the day <laughs> today's beer of the day is santa's butt winter porter santa's butt winter porter it is six percent in alcohol by volume it is brewed it is imported by the shelton brothers in belch massachusetts l contains barley and oats this this special holiday porter is made for winter-rich and warming the way they like it at the North Pole. It was inspired by the famous line from a well-loved children's storybook. And Santa sat on his great butt, enjoying a hearty brew. In case you find that amusing, the brewer... <laughs> The, the brewer hastens to point out that in England, but refers to a certain certain uh, barrel, customary, customarily used for beer, a very large barrel, in fact, holding 108 imperial gallons. Back in the day, it was quite a normal thing for a brewery to put as put its beer in a large but. For storage. Still snickering, oh! <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter, or Santa will be skipping your house entirely this year. Wow! Did you hear about that, Ed Ray? Did you know that uh, they used to say that that uh, things would go in your butt? That yeah. beer <laughs> beer would go in your butt in England.
1: Well, the English are very weird people.
0: Santa's butt. <laughs> One of our. Range of very special Christmassy beers brewed in England brewed in England f- for the USA. We all know, of course, that Santa is really from Lapland. Lapland. What is Lapland?
1: Hmm, probably somewhere in Turkey. So
0: is this actually imported imported by is it is it imported by Massachusetts or is that Manchester?
1: Is Manchester a country? Manchester is a city in England.
0: Oh, well, then, nope. I don't know. Wrong again. (laughs) Let's, let's, uh. Crack this bad boy open. Gonna pour it. I'm gonna actually sit, let this warm up a little bit. It's a little, um, it's not too dark. It's actually more of a brownish. It's, actually, it's a very browny color. Um, brownish. Like the bottom, it has a very Dr. Pepper color to it. Um, so I'm going to let it warm up a little bit before I review it. I'm going to let um, Ed Ray get to his winin' with Ed Ray. And now it's time for winin' with Ed Ray. Take it away, Ed Ray.
1: All right, this uh, wine right here is from the Central Valley in Chile, and it's called a Feeling for Pinot Noir which is a special selection that was uh, released in 2018. And I'm going to do a little uh, review here. After a long day, are you tired of the routine and you just want to go for a glass of wine? Today, you shall gather with your friends. You go out and you know what you are looking for, what you are looking... What you are in a feeling for Pinot Noir. Go for it. Our Pinot Noir has a bright cherry red color intense nose of strawberry and spliced wood. Smooth and, round on the palate. Smooth and round on the palate with excellent structure and very well balanced. This wine can be a great companion for Carpaccio and Capers. And this is imported in Santa Loma, Miami, Florida. Produced and bottled in Vina Sar Curico, Chile. And this is uh, 13% alcohol by volume. And I'm going to go ahead and sniff this. Has a very rich, very distinct flavor that would be common in a lot of other wines, whether it's Cabernet Sauvignon or Sangria. But the taste is usually the final product, so I'm going to go ahead and taste this now. A little strong, but not very bad at all. I mean, I'm going to have to say this is a 7 out of 10. A 7 out of 10?! Yeah, very strong, but it also tastes very good, so it is really well balanced, as indicated. So it's a seven out of ten.
0: Very nice. Okay. Mine doesn't have too much of it. it actually, it smells very porter-like. You know, it doesn't say that this was aged in barrels, but it does says it's brewed in England. In England, they say put it all in imperial barrels, so it's probably gonna have some imperial taste to it. Let's go ahead and let's I'm now going to take a sip and taste a little bit of Santa's butt (laughs) I'm tasting Santa's butt (laughs) cheers this one second okay so I'm going to I need to write down what I think this tastes like writing down what I think this tastes like.
1: This is going to be very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, so stick around.
0: Okay. So, I'm writing it down. Slash. Okay. Okay. So, Ed Ray, I'm going to pour you some. I want you to drink it. You just want an- me to
1: take a sip of it, right?
0: I'll pour you that much. You're going to drink that much, and you're going to tell me what it tastes like, and I'm going to show you what I said it tastes like.
1: Okay, normally I wouldn't drink beer with wine, but in this case, since this is a Christmas episode, I'm going to make an exception. So bottoms up. Coffee? Tastes more like coffee than beer. Coffee? Yeah
0: okay i wasn't thinking coffee
1: yeah but it does taste like coffee it has that little caffeine in it
0: to me i wrote down a flat coke or like a maybe like a and i shouldn't say flat because it's really carbonated so a, a sugarless coke it tastes like sugar- it tastes like when the coke machine runs out of um... syrup
1: well i wouldn't know that since i don't drink cola
0: oh well well, then you were the wrong person to ask <laughs> no but um one thing about this one thing I noticed about this beer and I kind of noticed from the um the amount of bubbles this thing is really heavily carbonated
1: and I'll tell you what take it after after drinking that beer sipping this wine actually made the wine sweeter oh really mm-hmm
0: yeah because there's no this particular porter is very it's like a dry it's a, it's like a dry English porter like and, 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 and I think there's a reason they brewed it in England because England is a, it has a, actually a particular style that they do with their beers. It's a lot different than American style. So this being brewed in England you can get definitely get those you get it, that style definitely comes across. Um, very carbonated no sugar, not sweet. It's really just a very carbonated dark beer. It's like it almost tastes like uh, whenever Guinness was good. It tastes like like a super carbonated Guinness. <laughs> if that's, I think, I think that's, I think that's the right pres- the right thing to say. I, I'm actually, I've been used to porters being a little sweet and how, or having like that coffee taste. And you know, Ed Ray says he tastes coffee, but I wasn't. I wasn't really tasting coffee Maybe because I've had I've had other beers That the coffee was so strong That now when I taste something like this It's not as prevalent In my
1: palate We all have different tastes in alcohol What would you rate that beer? I probably would have rated it A 5 out of 10 Since I'm not a fan of coffee
0: not a, You're not a coffee fan? I thought you'd drink uh, bullet coffee
1: I haven't had coffee in two, almost three years.
0: Oh, interesting! Interesting, three years.
1: The last time I had coffee was on my way to Oklahoma that day, and I had to really pick it up so I can get myself ready for the trip.
0: I'm gonna give this bad boy a four, four point five. I'm not. A, you know what it is? I, I think after after drinking all those Netherland beers and stuff, I'm not a fan of overseas. Stouts and overseas porters, I guess. Not a fan of it. Maybe I do. Maybe, maybe all the beer critics are right. I don't like beer. I like sugar. <laughs> maybe that's what it
1: is. And this is why Adam's gonna get diabetes.
0: Diabetes. But I mean, uh, I don't know. You know what? I had a I had a beer at a local um, brewery recently that was not carbonated. If that beer was as carbonated as this beer. That beer would have been awesome. <laughs> this beer, they they had the they had the reverse, man. They had the reverse the reverse stuff going on. That beer had all the had all the flavor, no carbonation. This has all the carbonation and really it's lacking in any flavor. It's basically just it's a very beery beer. So maybe I should give it a 5. It's like right there in the middle. It's not Cause it's not horrible. That's what I oh, know. 4.5. I'm sticking with my 4.5. 4.75. How's that? 4.75. I think that's a good rating. Close to five. It's because it's not something I'd buy again. But it's it's close to average. And i and I'll buy usually I'll probably buy an average beer again. But like because I won't buy this again. It's a uh, it's a 4.75. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, moving on, we got a Christmas, Christmassy episode. So let's talk about some Christmassy stuff. Ed Ray, what,
1: do you remember anything from your times in Christmas? Well, let's see. One of the most memorable Christmases that I had was Christmas of 1996. Not because I had clothes or had video games. I mean, that was pretty normal for my childhood, you know, having games and clothes and stuff like that. But the most memorable thing about uh, Christmas of 1996 was it was the first time that I had a uh, a family computer and back in the day having a computer for the family was a pretty big deal because there was, an, uh, there was something revolutionary going on with computers it was called the internet and America Online was the premier internet site but what we did as children was we had certain games like solitaire, Free Cell, and a pinball game called Space Cadet which was a 3D pinball style game and it was a very good game. You also had the revolutionary MS Paint at the time. Yeah, MS Paint was very revolutionary back in the 90s before the advent of uh, Adobe Photoshop and these other uh, art tools out there. MS Paint was uh, something that you had to use in order to become a uh, computer artist at the time. And you really had to put in a lot of effort to make artwork look good on MS Paint. And the other thing I remember about uh, about the family PC is that PC games were not always online. You had to get software like uh, Warrior 2 or 3 or whatever, and that was kind of revolutionary back in the 90s. And then the other thing that was also revolutionary at the time was WordPad because people used to write their scripts and other stuff on there. And that was one of the key things about the Internet and... Uh, the family computer in general back in 1996, I mean, all you had to do was just log in, and uh, the other thing about the internet was that, unlike today, back in the 1990s, you had to have something called a dial-up modem, and your internet service had to come with a second phone line or, or phone jack that would separate your telephone from your internet. And uh, one of the Key complaints of uh, the internet back in the day was that You were not uh, you were not allowed to use your telephone when you were on the internet if you had a phone call your internet would immediately log out and uh, Things started changing Within about six years or so when broadband became a new Internet phenomenon because with broadband you have more internet speed and also you did not require a telephone just to get internet access. That was the beauty of broadband. But the, uh... But yeah, Christmas of 1996 was a very memorable moment. Another one was Christmas of 2001, when, uh, my family had a PlayStation 2, and a PlayStation 2 back, in, back then was the talk of the video game community. And I mean, I'd play for hours with the PlayStation 2. I'd also play other video game consoles back then. But, uh... Yeah, the two most important Christmases that I remember at the time. Christmas 1996 when the family got a PC for the first time and the PlayStation 2 in Christmas of 2001. Jesus! How do you remember all this stuff? Uh, when you when you have something as memorable as those two, you don't remember anything else. Okay, here we go.
0: Memorable Christmases. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go... I'm gonna try to remember them the best I can. Okay, Christmases, Christmases. I gotta not confuse them. I have to not confuse them with birthdays. Okay, because I almost said Jurassic Park toys and that was a birthday. Christmas, Christmas. Um, Nintendo 64 I got for Christmas. Uh, and it came with Cruising USA. and then I got the I think I got hot Wheels maybe. To Tony Hawk underground. Tony Hawk, I'm not Tony Hawk? Under- Tony Hawk pro skater, first one. <laughs> uh, uh, moon shoes. Did you ever see Moon shoes before?
1: Not sure if I heard of the game Moon shoes. No, it's
0: not a game. Moon shoes. It's not a video game. It's literally Moon shoes. What's Moon shoes about? No, it's like. <laughs> it's like shoes. It's shoes.
1: I was given moon shoes. What are they supposed to be? They're they're moon shoes. They're moon shoes. Damn it! But what do they do?
0: They uh, they make you feel
1: light like you're like you're on the moon. So basically, it's shoes with less gravity on it.
0: Well, there it's weird because it's like um yeah, it's basically trampoline feet. Have you ever seen those?
1: Mm, trampoline feet
0: Yeah it's like It's basically It's basically many trampolines For your feet That you can walk You can walk with them Cause it's strap. It's like It's like having Two trampolines Strapped to your feet And you can like Walk With the trampolines On your oh, feet
1: Oh so basically Moon shoes Were that Shoes that you Could bounce around in
0: Yeah I wouldn't try Bouncing around them though. I think they They're Cause you would They would break If you did that I think they, they just wanted you to walk around and
1: be like, "Wow, these are so weird.
0: <laughs> these are weird."
1: Bro, it's so modern. I never heard of it.
0: So modern. That's old school. That's classic. Classic gift.
1: Moon shoes.
0: It's like oh, it was like r- rubber bands. It was like rubber band shoes. It's like there's a sh- there's you had a shoe. It was like a plastic shoe, and there was rubber bands that elevated it on this, on this other plastic thing, and you and it felt like you because uh, you weren't touching you weren't touching the ground but you were moving and so therefore it felt like you were floating
1: mm. interesting are points or running,
0: running on the air and uh <laughs> another thing i got for christmas was a mongoose bike mongoose bicycle um oh a 3d i got a 3d uh dinosaur puzzle It's like it was like a. um, It was like a literal. It's almost like a statue. Putting together a statue. It's a puzzle, and it's a. It was a. It was a T Rex, T Rex puzzle. Oh, and I got a telescope one year for Christmas.
1: Oh, a telescope. Were you able to see in the? uh, Were you able to see the moon? I never understood
0: how to use it. It was it's it was actually pretty difficult to learn how to look through because I looked through the telescope. And think I was
1: seeing something, but maybe I wasn't. <laughs> maybe you needed help learning how to use it. Well, I think
0: it was like our, uh, one of my aunts uh, bought it for me. <laughs> they, just, they would just buy us random stuff.
1: And you never had an instruction booklet to tell you how to use it?
0: Um, they gave us like a, like a CD-ROM. I think it came with a CD-ROM, but it didn't really tell you anything. It just showed you what you could look for. But I, when I looked, every time I looked through it, it looked like I it looked like I was immediately looking at the moon, but I wasn't. And so every time I look in there, I thought that I was looking at the moon, but then one day I tested it out, I was like, oh wait, I'm not even looking at anything. So I don't know what the hell's going on. It's really annoying. Have you ever had a telescope, Ed Ray?
1: No, because tele- telescopes are very expensive.
0: How are they expensive? Like t- 20 bucks.
1: I guess my people were not into astronomy like you were.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you, y'all are into the gaming, the gaming industry.
1: We're both gamers, aren't we? Yeah, but you sell more than me, I guess. You should be a streamer. I ain't wasting my time, I'm not aiming. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and, uh... The,
0: um... Yeah, man, I, I don't know, I don't have... I guess I don't have too many super memorable Christmases. I usually, I usually provided Christmas memories for everybody else. You know, oh, you know what memory I have.